Happy Monday, y'all. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we are looking at the Taylor Swift phenomena, uh, and that's it. That Today's episode is Taylor Swift. So buckle up. This is Just Say No. I am your host, Noelle, and let's get into it. Okay, so I would classify my relationship with Taylor Swift as very hot and cold. Throughout my life, I have gone through phases of loving her, and I've gone through phases of really not liking her. There's just never really been a middle ground for my feelings towards her, and I feel like the world at large is in the same boat. There is just not really a middle ground. And over the last year, especially over the last year, she has become one of the most famous people on the planet, which obviously makes her a common topic of conversation. And although there have been many, many stories as of late, I have not covered any of them because I just never really felt like they were important. I never wanted to talk about Taylor Swift on the podcast. However, over the last week or so, there have been some people online who have made it incredibly clear that they are online entirely too much by insinuating that Taylor Swift is the head of a Democratic PSYOP to win the 2024 election. Their evidence for this is that she is dating Travis Kelsey and he went to the Super Bowl and the level of fame and cultural impact that this couple has achieved will then be used to endorse Biden, ultimately winning him the election. Now, while I'm not saying that there isn't an NFL script, as I have been reliably informed that there is, and I also choose to believe that there is after the devastating season that the Eagles endured, and I'm also not saying that it's impossible that Swift is dating Kelsey just for the publicity, what I am, say- what I am saying is that it is wild to say that this is a ploy to win Biden the election. Because here are just a few things that I, I personally am considering. One, a large percent of her fan base is under 18. So they immediately just don't count. Two, an even larger percent of her fan base, probably nearly or more than half, is millennial women who are going to vote Democrat anyways. So they don't count. The remaining fans are people that I would categorize to be like myself, who look to Taylor Swift for music to sing in the car and not political advice. So my point here is that there's not really a group of people that I think are going to be swayed, right? And even if you look at the Travis Kelsey side of it, I think about when he did the the Pfizer commercial and he got absolutely roasted because a lot of people who watch football are not they don't they're not they're not floating that way, right? So people's minds are pretty made up and I just I find it to be a little bit implausible that this couple is going to sway somebody, is going to sway the way that somebody's going to vote. Like, I really don't think that there's a person out there who, <laughs> I really, I, I don't think that there's a person who is going to vote for Trump, who's like, I tw- Trump 2024, and then all of a sudden sees Taylor Swift holding a plate of Biden-Harris cookies, and is like, oh, you know what? Uh, actually, (laughs) actually, I'm going to vote for Joe Biden. I don't, I do not think that that person exists. 
Now, there's a meme that's been going around recently because of all of this. It's an older meme, but it says, Taylor Swift, the woman who is famous for writing songs about choosing the wrong man, endorsed Joe Biden. And that meme is popular for a reason. And I think it substantiates my point that there aren't people who are, are going to be swayed by Miss Swift. Now, all of this is loony and toony, but it's fairly typical of political pundits to create news or what have you um, where there isn't any. But I do actually think that there's more to discuss here besides this psychotic psyop uh, whatever story. So, So beyond the psyop accusations, there are also people who are just generally upset and saying that Taylor Swift... It's just so insane. Taylor Swift is among the worst influences on young kids. And here is the thing. In a world filled with Cardi B's, Megan Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj, the list goes on. Taylor Swift is incredibly mild. To say that she's mild even feels a little bit too spicy. She is the least spicy most appropriate pop star that we currently have. She's very she's very conservative in her demeanor, right? The way that she presents herself is not emblematic of this feminist craze that we see going on today. On Twitter, I saw Matt Walsh put out a tweet and I felt like he said it really well. He said, "One of the one of the hit songs of the last couple years featured a woman with face tattoos graphically describing her bodily orifices. In fact, there have been several songs with that theme recently. Taylor Swift is not the problem in pop music. Pop music is overrun by artists who explicitly glorify drugs, violence, criminality, and degeneracy." Taylor Swift sings about breaking up with her boyfriends. Why is she the one that we are upset at? I don't get it. And I could not agree more. And he summarized everything that I've been rambling about very well. When you look at her music is not vulgar. Her music is not even outwardly political. She might have a song or two that kind of have that more liberal messaging to it. But for the vast majority... That's just not the case. And it's like, it's almost as if people are upset about the fact that she's a known Democrat. And I'm just, okay. As is nearly everyone in Hollywood. This is not particularly shocking news, but this is what I see. She just spent nearly six years with a boyfriend who was very feminine and gentle and all of the things that feminists claim they want in a man. In fact, every boyfriend that she has ever had has been that same flavor. It's the typical pretty boy, the Hollywood boy, the Harry Styles type. And now she's dating Travis Kelsey, who is a man's man. He is the opposite of the type of guy that she is usually with. And as soon as the pair started going out in public together, he started doing things such as opening her car door, holding her purse, acting as a protector. And what I found to be really, really interesting was if you watched her fans' reactions, because I did, it was a lot of people saying things like, wow, it's so nice to see an actual man. And I love seeing her with someone traditionally masculine. And obviously, statements like that were typically followed up with some kind of follow-up of how men are toxic and all that. But that is beside the point, because at large, what we were seeing is minor shifts in thinking in the right direction. 
Because keep in mind that the majority of her fans are liberal feminists, but I think that we have reached a point in society where people are starting to crave normalcy. We have been on this road for so long of normalize the radically unnormal that people are starting to feel how wildly incongruent with our nature things have become. And you see, and you see this trending a lot recently, women wanting a man to take care of them, pay on dates, hold open doors, have chivalry. And I don't think that Travis and Taylor's relationship became such a phenomenon because of some left-wing psyop. I think it's because it embodies exactly this trend. It, it It's a dream that we as women are biologically tilted towards wanting the blonde cute pop star dating the hunky nfl star like are you joking that is the stuff of rom-coms and even the blue armpit haired anti-men feminists in the back are rooting for them because at our core i think we as a society are craving normalcy and frankly if this was a left-wing psyop i think it just might be the worst psyop ever You put an all-American couple that embodies everything traditional about our country and you put them on a pedestal to garner votes for the team that is actively trying to tear down those values. Uh Uh-huh. Right. So while all of this is going on, I have my own kind of separate theory branching off because recently... Taylor has had some issues with a stalker. Now, this is nothing new. She's a celebrity. Celebrities have issues with stalker. However, it's been reported that since November, this man, David Crow, has shown up to her New York apartment over 30 times, harassing guards, passerbyers, attempting to break in, and even dumpster diving. So that is all incredibly creepy and scary. But a week or two ago, he got arrested not once, not twice, but three times. And after each arrest, he immediately got released and went right back to her point and went right back to her apartment. Now, why am I telling you this story? Because it's emblematic of lefties feeling the effect of their lefty policies. So the Swifties are upset, which they should be. This man should be locked up. He has made it clear that he won't stop. And this is the sort of thing that always escalates. But You see, I hold the position of putting criminals in jail no matter what, and that's the difference here. For the most part, Swifties only want criminals that harm Taylor to go to jail. That guy that just threw an old lady in front of a train? Free him. Free my man. This guy dumpster-dived in Taylor's trash? Life in prison. Life in prison. So that said, the Swifties and Miss Swift herself might want to do some self-reflection. This is a direct result of the sort of policies and leaderships that she endorses, and in turn, she encourages her fans to vote for. Things such as bail reform, for example, that says nonviolent offenders don't need to post bail and they can't be held, which ultimately leads to people like David Crow being allowed out over and over, which brings us full circle to the top of the story. So on one hand, Taylor is dating this traditional man who is seemingly treating her better than any of her exes. She seems the happiest with him and appears to be thriving. 
She also has a stalker who the justice system will not lock up, perhaps giving her an opportunity to open her eyes to the reality of to some of the things that she's advocated for. Now, I'm not saying that Taylor Swift is going to turn around and endorse Donald Trump. This is still Earth. The most I would hope for or think is that she would just stay quiet. Given how loud she was in 2020, her silence this year would be pretty loud. But on the other side, you now have all of these right-wing pundits coming at her, accusing her of this psyop, and not only that, saying that she is the worst influence in pop music on young girls. And I don't see how that's going to encourage her to think about how she might be endorsing the wrong kinds of people. And ultimately, it's just going to push her further into the leftist camp. So perhaps turning Taylor Swift, Miss Americana herself, into your public enemy number one is not a winning strategy, nor does it make sense. It is a waste of time. And good Lord, good Lord help us. All right, you guys. So that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Wherever you listened to this episode, I would appreciate if you would do the thing that you are supposed to do to help me out. If you're on Spotify, give me a rating and a follow, YouTube, subscribe, like the video, whatever it is, please just do the thing and help your girl out. I would greatly appreciate it. And if you like what I'm doing over here on this show, there is a link on Spotify that you can support me and support the show and I would really appreciate it. But I hope you guys all have a wonderful week and we will chat next Monday. Bye.